BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Kelly show let's have some fun well as much fun as one can have when we discuss the government spying on journalists this is obviously the big news of the day the government spying on or I guess I should say allegedly spying on Tucker Carlson we'll get to that in a minute you've heard a thousand takes today on how outrageous that is and so on and so forth and I'll I'll probably pop a blood vessel on my forehead today when I address it, but we're going to try to take a slightly different angle here. Why? Why would the NSA feel free to go after a private citizen? There's a reason. I promise you there's a reason. We're going to address that in just a minute. How do you play offense against the left? We, we talk about this a lot. Not defense. All the right has ever done. All you and I have ever known is defense. That's all our leaders do. They're doing it again. It's driving me crazy with the Confederate monuments. We're going to talk about that. We're going to make it a real non-controversial show and talk about the Civil War. (laughs) And some trans woman. Man, Chris, what are we allowed to say? A trans person won Miss Nevada. You know, the one that's... Supposed to be hot women? 
Apparently, it's, it was it, I get was born a dude, and now is it a, a chick? Maybe we don't know. We're we're not sure. Look, I'm not gonna go check. Are you? Quit, Chris. It's going to be a great show on the Jesse Kelly Show, and we have Fox Nation's Laura Logan coming on in about an hour and a half from now. She's been deeply, deeply embedded in the southern border, and she has information on what's coming across, who's coming across, you're going to want to hang on for. It's going to be a fun night here on the Jesse Kelly Show. But first... Obviously, Tucker is my friend. He was on the show yesterday. We'll maybe play a little clip of that a little later on in the show. That's that's not important. What is important, what is the number one story in everybody's inbox today, it set the world on fire last night, was Tucker Carlson dropping this absolute nuclear bomb on his show last night. Now, before you listen to this, I want you to understand something, and I want to be very, very clear about this. This is not about Tucker Carlson. Doesn't matter that that I know him. Does not matter. Doesn't matter that it's Fox. Maybe you love Fox, hate Fox. That doesn't matter. This is about you. This is about me. This is about your kids. The the stakes of what you're about to hear here. I don't think you're supposed to say that, but the stakes of what you're about to hear here are as big as stakes can possibly get. Here was what Tucker dropped on his show last night. But it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us that the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. Spying on opposition journalists is incompatible with democracy. If they are doing it to us, and again, they are definitely doing it to us, they are almost certainly doing it to others. This is scary, and we need to stop it right away. Scary is putting it mildly. But before we dig into the NSA or Tucker or Fox or any of that other stuff, why don't you and I, why don't we dig into my favorite subject in the world, history. You know, I'm a history freak. Long-time listeners of the show will know I'm a history freak. I should note now, because I'm also pretty good at this cross-promotion cross thing since I learned it about 15 minutes ago, I'll be dropping a brand-new history podcast this Friday. It's going to be good. Maybe you don't have something to do with communists and help you understand what we're facing. No, that's what you call a tease in the radio business. But anyway, let's go into the history of it. Just... Just a brief history. We don't even have to go to ancient times. We're not going to talk about even the Russians right now. Let's just talk about America. You remember 
Barack Obama, right? Perhaps you've heard of him. He was the two-time president of the United States of America. You remember what Barack Obama's IRS scandal was? IRS scandal was essentially this, breaking it down for people who forgot. Barack Obama had his IRS go after Tea Party groups and other conservative groups, denying them 501c3 sentences, just going after their taxes, going after them financially. And that was obviously under Lois Lerner. That was Obama's IRS chief. Now, let me ask you, boys and girls from the top, what was Lois Lerner's punishment? Keep in mind, in my mind, there is no higher crime with the exception of maybe pedophilia or something like that. Lois Lerner was put in charge of the Internal Revenue Service. That is a huge responsibility. She's in charge of the Internal Revenue Service for the most powerful nation in the history of the world. She then used her position in the government to attack her political enemies and the enemies of the President of the United States. And after that, did she get buried under the federal prison? Nope. Nothing. What happened to Lois Lerner after that? Nothing. Okay, well, let's set that aside. All right, whew, that was a bad episode there. Now, hold on, I do have to clarify, though. Republicans did step up big time when Lois Lerner was getting off scot-free. I remember one or two speeches. Man, those were big time. I bet whoever was thinking about using their position of power watched those speeches, and they were quaking in their boots. Quaking in their boots. Okay, let's let's set that aside. Let's move on to something else Barack Obama did that took place under Barack Obama. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, the federal law enforcement arm, they, specifically a man named Kevin Kleinsmith, they, well, they lied. They took evidence and they falsified it. Something you would undoubtedly go to prison for. They took evidence and they falsified it. And they didn't just falsify it, you know, to, oh, well, maybe they're trying to get this axe murderer a couple years in prison. They falsified evidence specifically so they could bring it to the FISA court And the FISA court would give them a warrant to spy on Carter Page, not just an American citizen, someone who was a political opponent of the then president of the United States. And do you remember? You may, you may not remember. Do you remember what I said? I came on my TV show. I have a TV show every night, Monday through Friday on the 1st. You remember what I came on my TV show and said? What I came on my radio show and said? I said, listen. What we're dealing with here, when we have the FBI going after the opponents of the President of the United States, we are dealing with potentially the most dangerous situation in America today. Why did I say that? Why did I think it was the most dangerous situation in the United States of America today? Why would you even say such a thing? I mean, surely there's a lot of danger out there, right? You have lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. I'm going to tell you exactly why it's the most, it was, and now it is, the most dangerous situation in our country, and it applies directly to you and me. 
Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and yeah, I'm uh, trying the best I can not to get myself worked up about this whole NSA thing at all. I will tell you, if it's a, it's a mountain to climb because I had a bad meal right before the show. I'll, dis- I'll discuss it in a second, Chris. I'm not going into that. Allow me to finish my thought on the NSA. Remember, we got Laura Logan coming up halfway through the next hour. We still have to address this. You know what? I'm probably going to go ahead and get myself in trouble right off the bat here. I'm going to address this stupid, I'm not a racist. We need to tear down the Confederate monuments thing here in about, oh, 10 minutes or so. I'm just going to go ahead and knock that out in 10 minutes. Let's go ahead and get yanked off the air, Chris. <laughs> but back to my story. Okay, so Barack Obama uses the IRS. Bad. Republican Party does nothing. Barack Obama uses the Federal Bureau of Investigation against his political opponent. Bad. Republican Party does nothing. Nothing. And they fool us all the time, don't they? How many speeches have you had to watch from GOP congressmen and senators? This is an outrage. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And they'll go on the nightly cable news shows and the popular radio shows. I'm telling you right now, we're going to have a hearing. We're going to have a committee hearing. I'm going to call him before Congress, and he's going down. Oh, okay, okay. That's Boy, that sounds serious, Senator. That sounds serious. Good for you. Thanks for fighting for America. And I'll tell you what else we get. I know you get them because I get them too. We get fundraising emails off of it. Fundraising emails off of it. Help Lindsey Graham fight back against FBI Democrat corruption. Donate $50 today. You know what happened to Kevin Kleinsmith? The FBI lawyer? who lied to the FISA court so they could violate the rights of an American citizen after after committing what may be the worst crime anyone in the government, certainly anyone in law enforcement, could commit. Do you know the absolute crippling punishment Kevin Kleinsmith faced after all that? Probation. Oh, but he can't practice law anymore. You're right. They made him take one year off. He's probably already back in the courtroom. Why am I bringing this up now? Why am I bringing this up? What does this have anything to do with the NSA spying on you, spying on me, spying on Tucker Carlson? By the way, Tucker said they're they're spying on his text messages. So actually they did spy on me. We text all the time. (laughs) What does it have to do with that? Well, let me tell you what it has to do with that. Why do you discipline your kids? Or if you are a child, why did your parents discipline you? Is it because they hated you? I mean, I guess some of them might have, but is it because they hated you? Or is it because they were trying to instill in you what behavior was acceptable and what behavior was not acceptable? Well, you know the answer. This is right. This is wrong. They're building a culture like we talked about. 
So if you're mad at the NSA today or you're mad at Joe Biden or whoever you're mad at about the NSA spying on all of us, treating all of us like domestic terrorists, that's fine. You can be mad at Joe Biden. Be mad at the NSA. All that's fine. But don't you dare. Don't you dare give the GOP a pass for any of it. Any of it. I remember I remember everybody and their brother. Jeff Sessions gets bounced. Bill Barr takes over, gives a couple snappy answers in front of Congress during his nomination hearing, and everyone's all like, woohoo, we finally got a fighter, Bill Barr. He's going to take down, he's going to take down the Democrats. You watch out now, FBI, he's coming for you. About 30 seconds after he was AG, Bill Barr is giving interviews. Well, I mean, we really don't like, want to make it a tit-for-tat partisan thing. I, I mean, we can't. We, can, we need to rise above all that. Bill Barr and Jeff Sessions, two Republican AGs, they treated the FBI lying to violate your rights or my rights. They treated it like a little kid lifting a candy bar in a gas station. Why would anybody at the NSA, because a real person did this, right? Remember that. I don't know how, up, how high up they were, how low down they were. An employee at the NSA made the conscious decision. Oh, you know what? Tucker Carlson, he says a bunch of stuff we don't like. Why don't we go after him? Why don't we, why don't we dig into his texts and emails? Let's find out what might get him fired. Someone made that decision. And once they were thinking about making that decision, they're sitting at home, sipping on a mimosa or whatever that type of person would drink. They're sitting at home, sipping on a mimosa. And part of the process, part of the decision-making process before you do something bad or illegal is this. What if I get caught? What's going to happen to me if I get caught? Now, let's say... You're somebody at the NSA, and you're thinking about going after Tucker Carlson. What are you going to use to make that decision on whether or not you're going to be in bad trouble if you get caught? You're going to use recent history. And what did the GOP tell that person at the NSA before they made the decision to spy on somebody? The GOP threw up a flare in the middle of the sky and said, go ahead, baby. We're not going to be partisan about it. We're not. Look, we're above that. We're the Republican Party. We're not going to. We're certainly not going to play dirty like these Democrats. We're going to rise above it. That's not who we are. How many times have you had to hear that spineless filth? That's not who we are. Maybe that should be who we are. Are you tired of being abused repeatedly by the Democrats that infect our federal government at every level and having the Republican Party do absolutely nothing about it? I am. Because you know what? I want you to do something, a little mental exercise. Maybe you're driving and can't do it. Maybe you're sitting at home. I want you to pull up your phone right now and go look at the last 20 text messages and emails you sent. What would your boss think about each and every one of those? Tell me. No, no, I should take that back. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me and don't send it to me. What would your boss think about those? 
That's how close you are to having these people ruin your life. And we have a gutless party who won't do anything about it. Gosh, I'm fired up tonight. And you know what? I'm tired of this, I'm not a racist talk either. Kevin McCarthy and the rest of them. Hang on, I'm on the warpath. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We have, well... A transgender person just won Miss Nevada, and we'll get to that, I'd say, in probably 20 minutes. But I do have to address, let's stick with non-controversial and talk about the Civil War. (laughs) All right. I should probably explain myself first. The government spying on people. Governments using their law enforcement arm or intelligence arm going after citizens. Because I love history. Because I read a whole bunch of history, or at least the Cliff's notes, I know how that ends. That ends with people dying. Lots and lots and lots of people dying. Whenever we bring up, because I know you talk about this stuff too, you know, Stalin or Mao or 50 million or 70 million. Understand this. I want you to understand. Those people didn't just die. Those people, except for the ones that were starved to death intentionally, those people were killed. Who killed them? Well, government agents killed them. Employees of the state killed them. That's who killed these people. So I get upset because of that. I get upset because I see how this is going. I see where this is going. And that's how that story ends. If you have the federal law enforcement arm, the federal intelligence gathering arms deciding that you and I are domestic terrorists because of what we believe, that ends really, really badly. But as long as I'm explaining myself, because I know I'm going to get mad when I talk about Kevin McCarthy here, this might be the fault of dinner. I We talked about this briefly yesterday. Again, I'm a simple human being. Part of that comes with being a sociopath. I actually, believe it or not, I don't really have hobbies. I know people think that's weird. I I admit that it is weird. I just don't like anything. I like doing my show, and I like hanging out with my family. I don't have uh, fishing. I've done a ton of fishing. I love fishing. I don't knock off the show and go grab my fishing pool. I can golf. I golf every now and then. I'm not obsessed about golfing. I don't collect baseball cards. I don't... I just don't have hobbies. Food is probably the passion I have outside of my family and my show. Now, that can be a good thing. What it means is if you are ever blessed enough to go to dinner. What, Chris? If you're ever blessed enough to go to dinner with Jesse the Oracle Kelly. That's me, the nickname I gave myself. If you're ever blessed enough to go to dinner with me, I'm going to say something to you. And it's going to sound cocky. But you better just believe me, okay? Just order what I order. I am easily, and I mean easily, the best food orderer in the history of the United States of America, maybe the history of the world. You know how, uh, there's this scene, I think, in Goodwill Hunting when he discusses Mozart or somebody, Beethoven, someone who played the piano. I don't know. I went to community college. And he said the guy looked at the piano and it just made sense to him. That's me when I look at a menu. 
When I look at a menu, I can find you hidden gems. Don't shake your head like it's not a skill, Chris. It's a real skill. I can find you the best item on any menu. That's the good part of being food obsessed. The bad part is food actually seriously affects my mood. If I have a good meal, I will be in a good mood. If I have a bad meal or, God forbid, two bad meals in a row, I can be very difficult to be around. I could be very difficult to be around. Had another big swing and a miss for dinner tonight. Had to order in dinner as we were getting ready for the show. And I don't look, I don't want to go into the details. I'm having PTSD. I don't want to go into the details of it, but it put me in a bad mood leading into all this stuff. So then I found myself yelling, and I don't like to yell because I don't like to bring you down, right? I got you for 15 minutes making your day a little better. But I did see this. GOP House Leader Kevin McCarthy. Standing on the floor of the House, getting ready to vote. Of course, he's going to vote yes on removing Confederate monuments from the House. And he used this defense. And you know what, Chris? Just go ahead and play it, please. What's interesting, the statues that need to be removed were sent to the Capitol by states that were majority controlled by Democrats sent to a house that had a majority controlled by Democrats accepting of these statues. I think the bill should go further. Maybe it's time the Democrats change the name of their party. They may be desperate to pretend their party has progressed from their days of supporting slavery, pushing Jim Crow laws, or supporting the KKK. What? I know there are people out there right now who are not in their head. That's right. Democrats are the real racist. It was Democrats who were the Confederates. It was Democrats who were Democrats were the KKK. And all that stuff is true. I'm not arguing it against it. But here's what the right, all of the right, and definitely the DC GOP, here's what they miss about the communists. They don't care. They don't care because they don't actually care about racism. The communists don't. You must understand this about the American communists. They don't care about black people, brown people, gay people, women, transgender people. They don't care about the climate. They don't care about unions. They don't care about teachers. They dang sure don't care about your kids. Communists don't care about anything but communism. That's all they care about because, again, it's not their political ideology. It's their religion. Where the right messes up all the time is they play defense and defend themselves when the communist throws out some talking point and they think they have to deny it as if the communist believed it or even cared. I see this all the time. You're a white supremacist Nazi. And people, because they want to defend themselves, ah, 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 I am not. You should see, but you should see all my black friends. What are you talking? What? What are you doing, dork? What are you doing? They don't actually believe you're a white supremacist Nazi. And even if they did, that doesn't matter. Stop playing defense. Stop with this. I'm not a racist. You're a racist thing. And start playing offense. Tell me this, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All your emails go right to Chris. He prints them all out. I read every single one of them. I won't respond. I get way too many. Tell me this. 
Tell me the last time you saw the Republican Party put the Democratic Party on their heels. When's the last time you saw them play defense? They never do. They never do. Chris, do me a favor. I know this is on the fly. Do me a favor. I want you to pull up the best politician in the United States of America today. You know what this politician's name is? Please don't vomit on your radio when I say this. You know who the best politician in America today is by a mile? Her name's Nancy Pelosi. Is she detestable? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is she basically a Disney movie villain? Is she Corella DeVille brought to real life? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Nancy Pelosi knows exactly how to play politics. Do you remember what happened when Nancy Pelosi was all, oh, wear your mask or you want grandma to die? And she told everybody that a thousand times over. Coronavirus is going to kill everybody. Wear your mask. Do this, do that. And then Nancy Pelosi got busted. You remember? Nancy Pelosi got busted in a salon, on videotape, not wearing a mask, wasn't supposed to be in the salon, was supposed to have a mask on, and then gets called to a press conference. Do you remember Nancy Pelosi's defense? Do you remember Nancy Pelosi's apology? Here was how Nancy Pelosi apologized. And there are many times. I appreciate, I appreciate the question. And let me just say this. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. So I take <laughs> That is what I call an apology. Well, I'm sorry I was set up by the local neighborhood salon. The salon owner? Had to leave town. I'm pretty sure he or she, I think it was a she, I'm pretty sure she had to sell. I think she went out of business. Nancy Pelosi gets busted doing wrong. Her apology was to drive the person out of business. You don't have to like that. In fact, I hope you don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that that's how the game has to be played, but that's how the game has to be played. The next time Democrats propose a gun control bill in the House of Representatives, the Republican response isn't, well, I mean, we just, I guess, need a little more gun control. The Republican response is buying everybody in the country a box of AR-15 ammo. That's offense. That's keeping them on their heels. Enough defense. We must be done with that. Those days are gone. Why are they gone? Why are those days gone? Because I wish we had, you know, let's let's discuss this over a friendly game of bridge. I'll tell you why those games are gone. Why those days are gone. Next. Hang on. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, we got Laura Logan coming up halfway through the next hour. Chris. Help me out here real quick. All right, I'm learning. So at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, that's called the top of the hour. And what what's it called when you're halfway through the hour? Oh, that's the bottom? Oh, wait a minute. It's only halfway through. That doesn't make sense. Why is, it, why is that the bottom of the hour? 
Oh, because that's where the minute hand is? Look at that. I'm learning how to do radio right here. Ha, ha, ha. Not going to lie. I feel like a bit of an expert now. All right, and back to this. Offense. Do you remember what Jen Psaki said? When Jen Psaki was pressed about defunding the police, because this has obviously become something that's not polling very well for Democrats, right? Jen Psaki, all right, you've watched Democrats. I know you have. I'll play, actually play you the clip of Democrats saying this here in a moment, but uh, I want you to listen to Jen Psaki first. You have a year of Democrats. Defund the police. Get rid of the police. Defund the police. And Jen Psaki, it's thrown right back up in her face. There's no defense of it, right? Oh, well, here's her apology. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that. In Oakland tonight, defunding the police has become a reality. The L.A. City Council has taken its first step in defunding the LAPD. Today, the council voted to cut the budget by $150 million. Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes. I do believe that we need to reallocate resources away. So yes, defund your butts. The city council passed the New York City budget, which includes redistributing $1 billion from the NYPD budget. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We have to reimagine public safety. And you heard Jen Psaki in the beginning, right? Well, I mean, I guess you could say the other party wanted to defund the police. Talking about Republicans. Is that... Is that morally right? Do you want your kids to conduct themselves that way? No, of course not. Do you want to conduct yourself that way? No. But let me ask you. Let's let's be frank. We're, we're going to talk a lot of hard truths on this show. Let's be frank. Do you feel like stabbing somebody with a bayonet? Okay, I'm hoping the answer was no. I genuinely hope that's not on your agenda. Well, what if I were to put a Revolutionary Army uniform on you, take you back to the 1770s? Are you going to be willing to stab somebody with a bayonet then? Hopefully your answer is yes. Otherwise, you don't get to live in a free country for the past 200 plus years. You see what I mean? Different times call for different sensibilities. If you and I were living in an era where we were facing simple political opponents. You know, okay, we have disagreements about taxes and spending levels and military levels and foreign involvement. Okay, fine, we have disagreements. Then you and I could sit down at a table with the left, with the Democrats, and work it out, right? Okay, maybe a slight tax increase this year, maybe a decrease next year, slightly less spending, though. I get, I get slightly less spending in exchange for that. Right? I mean, you know what I mean? We could, we could probably work it out like adults. We're not dealing with that anymore. We're dealing with people whose goal is not only your destruction personally, and they want you personally destroyed because you, you're a heretic, You're not a political opponent because it's their religion, remember. You're a heretic. How are heretics treated historically? They tie them up to a stake and light them on fire. They want you destroyed. They want your country destroyed. You can't negotiate there. You have to win or you're finished. If I I get off the radio tonight and I cruise on home and I walk in, And there's somebody trying to light fire to my living room. 
I don't begin a negotiation and say, okay, look, ugh, I don't want to look like the bad guy here and tell you you can't light fire to anything. Would you mind just setting fire to the kitchen and then we'll put that out later? Just don't touch the living room. I like that. That's what it's like watching Republicans constantly, constantly give ground to the left. That's what it's like watching it. They feel as if they're negotiating. They conduct themselves as if they're negotiating with people who act in good faith. Well, I mean, Democrats and I, we all just want the same thing. No, we don't. No, we don't. And the fact you don't have the guts to admit we live in a different era now than we did before is killing us. It's killing us. The JFK Democrat is gone. We have something wholly different and wholly more dangerous now. We're going back to this NSA thing real quick. Hang on. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information your tax refund belongs to you not an identity thief over six billion dollars in tax refunds were flagged by the irs for possible identity theft in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help lifelock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own even if you're careful with your personal information 
And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Kelly show and we are um yeah rocking and rolling a bit tonight no I'm not just talking about me I was talking about the music not not producer Chris so much I want to thank everybody for their prayers from last night when Chris almost had a heart attack on the air part of me is disappointed it didn't happen not because I want anything bad to happen to Chris Think about the publicity for the show, right? Chris, we need one of those we need one of those electricity thingies in here that they put the pads on people and they we're losing it, we're losing it. Clear. I do my own sound effects for the show. Don't rub your head like you're frustrated. Think how sweet that would have sounded on the air. We're getting in fact get one of those for tomorrow, please. No, yes, I'm serious. They can't be that hard to find. Anyway, back to oh, they're not even that expensive, Chris. You put it on the company card. I'm sure the boss won't mind. <laughs> All right, back to our back to the big story of the day. Tucker Carlson gets spied on. I'm going to play you the audio. I want you to listen to this, but again, I want you to listen to this thinking about your last 20 text messages, thinking about your last 20 emails. Thinking about what happens to your life if they go out. Let's say, let's just assume, because it's my audience, there's something not <clears throat> totally appropriate in your last 20 text messages. Maybe a group meme or something like that. Let's say, maybe you didn't even send it. Maybe someone sent it to you and you didn't tell them, stop that. I don't like that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. I got an uncomfortable one during the break, during the break from one of my buddies. I didn't tell him, I I want you to know, Luis, this really makes me uncomfortable. Now, I want you to picture your boss finds out about that. And you're saying, oh, Jesse, my boss, my boss wouldn't care. Would he care if there were 2,000 emails in his inbox tomorrow morning demanding your resignation in a protest in front of your office where people couldn't get in? Would he care enough to let you go then? What if the local newspaper gets a hold of it? Did you hear about Bob? Bob got this text message, and by the time by the time the news got out, you would have invented the text message and sent it to everywhere yourself. They'd make you out to be, um, did you see what Bob said? I can't believe what Bob said. What's that mean for your wife? How's her Facebook page look when that controversy comes out about you? How about your kids? How's that day going to go at school? 
You know how kind kids can be to other kids, right? How's that going for your kids? You think you get a text from your mom? Son, I don't know. I don't, they're saying really bad things about, did you, did you really do this? Are you starting to understand even slightly what the government can do to you without firing a shot? Are you understanding how easy it would be for somebody with the power the NSA has to destroy you? Think about that. Think about that as you listen to Tucker Carlson describe what the NSA is doing to him. But it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us that the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. Spying on opposition journalists is incompatible with democracy. If they are doing it to us, and again, they are definitely- What if that was you? What if that was me? What's that look like? What does that look like? What power do these people have? You remember Rudy Giuliani's son? After Rudy Giuliani's office got raided by the feds, he came out, and I don't care whether you love Rudy Giuliani or hate him, his son didn't miss anything with this speech. Mind you, I'm speaking as a son and a concerned American. Anybody, any American, whether you're red or blue, should be extremely disturbed by what happened here today, by the continued politicization of the Justice Department. This is disgusting. This is absolutely absurd, and it's the continued politicization of the Justice Department that we have seen. And it has to stop. What does it mean if the Federal Bureau of Investigation goes into work every single day and their job in their minds is to stop you? If the Central Intelligence Agency goes into work every single day and their job is to stop you, keep in mind, I'm not saying anything outrageous. Remember how many CIA chiefs came out? Donald Trump is a threat to end the republic. What's it mean for you and me if the NSA thinks we're domestic terrorists? And how does that end? How does that end? Have you ever heard of... I'm going to do a little history thing here because I love it and it's my show and I can talk about whatever I want. Have you ever heard of the Nazino affair? No, it's not an affair. This is a show I do for kids for Pete's sake. Have you ever heard of the Nazino affair? You probably haven't. Here's what happened in the Nazino affair. Oh, a lot of people got eaten by other people. Oh, Jesse, what what are you talking about? I'm trying to eat dinner. Hear me out here. Hear me out. Under the communists in the Soviet Union, you could be and often were 
apprehended and either straight up murdered or thrown into the gulag for the rest of your life for no reason at all. And I really mean no reason at all. One guy who ended up on Nazino Island, one guy was there because he was having a party with his buddies and decided they wanted some hors d'oeuvres or appetizers, as we say in the more right white trash parts of the country, but decided he wanted some hors d'oeuvres, bounced out, just decided to run down to the corner store and grab some food, forgot his papers, was stopped, no papers, boom, gone, never seen again. That is what it was like. And their political opponents constantly rounding up their political opponents, any political opponent, anybody who even uttered a word against the federal government, deemed a traitor, deemed a terrorist. Any of this sounding familiar? Well, in this particular event, they carted about 6,000 people off to a gulag. But because, look, Governments already stink anyway, and they're confused, and they're disorganized, and they're inefficient. Communist governments much, much, much more so. They cart these people off to a gulag, 6,000 of them, and find out, oh, we forgot to build the gulag. Hey, uh, mm, there's an island over there. Let's just go drop them on the island. They took 6,000 people and dropped them on an island with no facilities at all. They left a few guards there who would routinely abuse them. I won't go into the details. It's a family show. You didn't want to be a woman or child on Azito Island. I promise you that. But along with all the political prisoners, let's just assume for the moment, political prisoners are people like you and I. They actually took real criminals, real murderers, thieves, and the like, and they mixed them in with the political prisoners in the gulags. It's part of the reason the gulags were so bad, because you put real normal people in with animals. Four of the 6,000 people got eaten. I'm not saying that to horrify you. I'm saying that so you have some form of understanding what the end of the road looks like when the federal law enforcement arm, federal spy agency, decides you are the enemy. That's how it looks. That's how serious it is. That's why it's the most dangerous thing happening in the country. I'm not done. Hang on. Jesse Kelly returns next. Oh, Chris, that is not right. It is the Jesse Kelly show. We just got done talking cannibalism and Chris comes back with she's got legs. That's wrong, man. That's wrong. It's inappropriate, and I don't support it. We have Laura Logan coming up in about nine minutes, and this I'm really looking forward to because there's a headline out there. Free Beacon has won. More than 500,000 illegal immigrants have crossed the southern border since Kamala Harris has been named the border czar. Yeah, but who is that? Who's coming? I realize they're projecting three million. Three million this year, that's an extra 1% in your population. That's remaking your society. Who's coming? Who are these people? What's going on? So we'll talk about that with Laura Logan in a minute. I'm going to get to transgender Miss Nevada. I'm going to get to the nude sunbathers. No, I'm not talking about Miss Nevada nude sunbathing. 
Actually, I guess maybe I am. Maybe she did. I don't know. Maybe that, I, whatever. Don't distract me. We do have to get to some emails. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Couple things about emailing the show. I will never, ever, ever read your name on the air, not even if you send death threats, because I'm the last American in the world who believes in privacy. Private is private. Unless you tell me what your name read, I will not read your name on the air ever. You can email me your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. On Friday, we answer stupid and heavy political questions all day long. Food, history, politics, whatever you want. It's a blast of a show. Make sure you tune in for a Friday show. I think you'll have fun here on the show. But yeah, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have one here. Jesse and Chris, first of all, what's up, big timers? Secondly, the NSA is already spying on you. I know it. Give him hell, Dr. Kelly. He calls me doctor because I have almost three years of community college credits. And yes, the NSA. Well, look, let's just be honest. Like I said, if they're spying on Tucker Carlson's text messages, uh, Tucker Carlson and I text message a lot. So they're definitely spying on me. All right, let's address the heavy issues of the day. It's time to dig into the heavy issues. This is from news.yahoo.com. Police rescue spooked rescue spooked nude sunbathers from Australian forest. Police have found two men who have been rescued from the Australian forest after they were startled by a deer while nude sunbathing on a beach and became lost. The men called for help about 6 p.m. Sunday after they became lost in the Royal National Park of Sydney, a police statement said Monday. There's a lot more to unpack here than I originally thought. Let's address one thing right out of the gates. Maybe my relationship with my buddies is different than your relationship with your buddies. I'm not sunbathing nude with with any of them. Is that where, am I the one, am I just being old fashioned here? I just don't think, hey, buddy, you want to come over? Let's catch some pool time. Whoop, drawers to the ankles. I mean, that's not something women do either, right? Is that something women do? You know, no, we're not going into that right now. It's a family show. That's what. Two, they ran into the forest after they were startled by a deer? Now, this is Australia. If you were to tell me a 9,000-pound saltwater crocodile crawled out of the ocean and ate five of them before scaring the other two, I would say, okay, I, I get it. That That's understandable. A deer? Chris, do they have different deer in Australia? Are they different than the deer we have over here? Because that's there's got to be a drug situation going on here. Oh, man, I've turned into my dad. Everything's drugs now. This, You know what I'm talking about? Everybody has someone, or maybe you're that person in their life where anytime somebody does something weird, it's not probably on drugs. It's probably the drugs. <laughs> oh, gosh. Chris, do me a favor. One more time. Play Kevin McCarthy defending, well, himself and calling Democrats the real racists. What's interesting, the statues that need to be removed were sent to the Capitol by states that were majority controlled by Democrats, 
sent to a house that had a majority controlled by Democrats accepting of these statues. I think the bill should go further. Maybe it's time the Democrats change the name of their party. They may be desperate to pretend their party has progressed from their days of supporting slavery, pushing Jim Crow laws, or supporting the KKK. Republicans play the Democrats' game on the Democrats' field with the Democrat referees enforcing the Democrat rules and wonder why they lose all the time. Constantly on defense, constantly letting them pick the marriage or, or the decide the, the rules of the game, decide the narrative. What uh, racism? Racism? What? What? Uh, I am not. You are. Is that effective? Does that work politically? Well, I'm not racist. You're racist. What if? And hear me out here. What if we're all too obsessed with race anyway? What if this racial obsession in this country is deeply, deeply unhealthy in a gigantic distraction from the fact the worst people in the country still have power? They're not only keeping power, they're gaining more of it, all while pitting one citizen against the other because of skin color. What if race is a gigantic distraction and Republicans are falling for it once again? Stop playing defense. And the next time they demand that you tear down a monument, tear down this monument of Thomas Jefferson. I demand you tear it down. The response is not, well, okay, I, what if we just cover it from, from 9 p.m. till 6 a.m.? Then it just, the correct response when the communists demand things of you is to double down on everything they hate. You, oh, you want me to tear down my statue of Thomas Jefferson? Actually, I think I'll put lights around it so it's lit up 24 hours a day. And I just put something in the budget to build 10 more of them. One of them's right outside your home. That's my response to your demands. Stop playing defense. Start giving it back to these people. I want to know what Laura Logan has to say. She's down on the border, always down there. She has some scary things to say about what's coming across. Let's find out from the great Laura Logan. Next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and this is a treat for me and you. Joining me now, Laura Logan, host of Laura Logan Has No Agenda on Fox Nation. One of the few actual journalists left in this world, it appears. Laura, I'm looking at a headline. 500,000 illegal immigrants have crossed the southern border since Kamala Harris has been named Border Czar. Are all of these people simply looking for a dishwashing job somewhere? What? Who is crossing our southern border? Well, it's a good question, and the truth is we don't know because we. Um, this administration's priority has been to process people as quickly as possible to avoid any um, semblance of, you know, so no one gets any understanding of the scale of the number of people coming over, right? If you see it in a picture or you see it in, in video, you know, on your screens, you get an understanding of it, um, especially if you see it day after day. But what they're doing is uh, pushing these people through as quickly as possible. Some 
are not even given a notice to appear. Some are processed right there. But really what you're looking at, even what we see and know about is a drop in the ocean because it's the gotaways. It's all the people that slip past, that, you know, that go past a camera or a sensor or where one of the Border Patrol agents tracks their sign. It's all of those people, you know, tens of thousands more um, that are crossing the border constantly that we have no idea who they are. They're never apprehended. You know, there isn't even any perfunctory attempt to identify them. And those are just the ones that we actually know, you know, were picked up crossing. There's a whole bunch more who we don't even pick up. So the reality is we have absolutely no idea who's crossing. Laura, I'm going to ask you, well, I'm going to follow up the first impossible question with another one. Do we have any idea, and I mean any at all, what percentage they are catching, even though they're just letting them go? Is it 50? Is it 5? Is it 90? What, what does that number look like? You know, this is what I will tell you, Jelly. Jesse. This is, this, we get caught up in this conversation about who's crossing the border and, and, you know, how many and all of that. But what we miss all the time is when we allow the border to be defined in terms of immigration. Mm -hmm. and migration and people, right? And we pull at the heartstrings of the pictures of families and all the rest of it. But what we never see in that picture is the invisible hand of the cartels who are sending all of these people and who are making money out of them. And I'll tell you what one cartel leader told me, right, when I asked him about the unaccompanied minors. He said, this is our workforce. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, some of them, you know, will sell drugs for us on the street and some of them will do ordinary jobs. And some of them will do the, the things you don't want to think about, the things that nobody wants to think about. And I said, what, like child porn? He said, sure. I said, oh. what about, you know, what about prostitution, child prostitution? He said, absolutely. Oh. I said, snuff videos? And he said, yeah, of course, snuff videos. And I said, where do you make those? Just in Mexico? Or are you doing them on both sides of the border? And he said, uh, no, here, too, of course, everywhere. I said, in big cities or cities like this one? I was sitting with him in Austin, Texas. And he, or small towns, neighborhoods. He said everywhere. Could be, I said, so you, you could be doing that next door me. He said, of, of course. Laura, I, so, I, I'm one absolutely mortified. I'm not, I'm not shocked, or I, I mean surprised, I should say, but I'm mortified this stuff goes on. But could you do me a favor, and without obviously giving anything away, how does Laura Logan even get a sit-down with a cartel leader in Austin, Texas? How many cartel leaders do you have in your phone, Laura? <laughs> well, you know, a girl never gives away her secrets. <laughs> what can I tell you? But you know what? I will say, I don't have a plethora of cartel leaders. That's a, it's a very difficult thing to get, obviously, right? So, um, and it's a very cautious thing. And you, honestly, what it takes is years and years and years of, of people believing that you're honest and knowing that you are a real journalist and that you're sincere about what you do and um, that you treat people with respect. People see that in my work. So they're willing to take a risk with me. And that's all different kinds of people. But you know what the other part is that's really kind of sad? I cannot take credit for it in some ways because there are so few journalists out there doing this that, uh, you know, people are coming to me these days. And that's the most incredible part to me. You have one of the biggest stories in the world, and it's right here on the southern border. You know, journalists and, and media organizations can say, well, Afghanistan is expensive and blah, blah, blah. But they can't say that about the southern border. And we're not doing our jobs, and we haven't done our jobs for so long 
when it comes to this story, because if you dare talk about the border, they define it in terms of migration. Let's have an argument about who's coming for a dishwashing job, who's coming for a better life, whether trans, you know, people should be discriminated against, and is that a basis for asylum? The law is very clear, right? Asylum is written for political asylum. You want to change that? Change the law. But they don't want to change the law. They just have, they've obliterated the law. And what no one is talking about is asking this most important question, why and how? Does it benefit the Biden administration to open the United States border? Because that is what we have today, an open border. And everything else is just a joke. The people making more money than anybody else are the cartels. The people Mm -hmm. benefiting more than anyone else are the cartels. You know what happens to some of these people? They cross and they haven't paid all their fees. And, I mean, literally, the the police law enforcement in in, uh, Texas stopped a woman who was eight months pregnant. Eight months pregnant, she was on her way to the place where she has to work off her uh, her fees every day. So she's got to go and check and be raped and then go back. That's what the, these are the kind of people. You, is she really getting a better life? Is she really? Yeah, it is. Um, you know that's that's the trap. It is unbelievable. It's a political trap. It- and we gotta we gotta say no more. Okay. Well, I have to ask you. By the way, we're speaking with Laura Logan of Laura Logan has no agenda. Fox Nation. Laura, why is it you think? Why do you? Th- I mean, I have my own theory why the Biden administration wants that border open. What is Laura Logan's theory? You're the one down there meeting cartel leaders. Well, so the one thing I you know I always have to say to this, it's kind of when they say to me, "What's going to happen with the war?" I'm not a prophet, right? And I'm not all knowing and all seeing. So. But, but what, what have I learned? What have I seen? What is my experience? Tell me what's my analysis. Well, this is what I know from experience. None of these things happen accidentally. We know that in this case because the administration made these policies, and they've done absolutely nothing to acknowledge the, what's happening or to change their behavior. If they don't change their behavior, one plus one, in spite of what any lunatic in this country will tell you this day, today, it still equals two, okay? Regardless of race, one plus one equals two. And so when you, when you, you put in policies that create a certain outcome and you do nothing to mitigate that outcome, then it's, it shows intent. This was the outcome that you intended. That's what I see. And that's what people that I talk to see from intelligence, counterintelligence, counterterrorism, law enforcement specialists, border specialists, they see intent here. And it goes back to the Biden administration building facilities and rebuilding facilities and bringing infrastructure in way back after they won the election, even before they took office. Right. I saw that with my own eyes, things being built on the border. That's you know, that's the second thing. The third thing is what I know is it fits into a broader pattern that you can't look at these things in isolation, because at the same time as that you're tearing down, you know, uh, this country, tearing down the flag, tearing down the history. Uh, dividing people by race, dividing people by sexuality, inventing a gazillion different genders that bear no relation to reality, right? I'm just not going to play that game anymore. I'm so tired of it. Everybody knows the election was stolen. Everybody knows the election was defaulted. You just look at the numbers, you look at the data, but what, I'm going to be too scared to say it because I'm going to be, I'm going to be confined to the annals of lunacy and outright conspiracy if I dare say what everybody knows to be true. So when you look at the border in that context, if it's a border pattern, Open borders lead to what? No sovereignty and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and they fit with a broader agenda that this administration has been implementing at, at rapid speed from even before they took office. Laura Logan, everybody. Laura, real quick, we only got about 30 seconds. What are you having for dinner tonight? You know, it's a very good question. I'm on a beach in Florida. I came to pick my uh, son up from a camp here. 
And uh, and before I get any food, I'm looking forward to a cocktail. What would you like me to have? I would like you to have the biggest Long Island iced tea in the history <laughs> you, of mankind. You are evil. Man, you are an evil man, and I know exactly where that goes. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Laura <laughs> Logan, everybody. You're the best. <laughs> Laura Thanks, Logan, Jesse. go watch her show on Fox Nation. It's incredible. Look, I, I don't do a, a ton of gore, but I do do direct. How, how much more direct can it be than that? Those are kids. Those are women in kids, and it's happening not in some other third world dump somewhere in Texas, in California, in Arizona, in New Mexico. It's happening on the interior of this country, and it's happening on purpose. Do you want to know what I think? Do you want to know why I think the Biden administration, the Democratic Party as a whole, has thrown open our border? I, I can tell you. If you want to hear, I can tell you. It's going to be brutal, but I can tell you. All right. I am going to tell you, and it's going to be tough to hear. But first, I have to tell you something else that's probably pretty tough to hear. I don't know how much my retirement's going to be worse soon. I don't know how much your retirement's going to be worse soon. I don't know how much. Look, I, I try to save. I'm obviously not a wealthy man. I try to save, but... When the value of the dollar I've saved is going down because of insane government policies, what is what is that money worth? What if you got a grand saved up and you wake up tomorrow morning and the grand doesn't go very far anymore? We're facing inflation numbers like you and I have not experienced yet in our lives. Please, get some precious metals. Get some gold or silver. Or, or just call Oxford Gold Group. It's the industry leader in precious metals. And I'm not just talking about a piece of paper. I mean something you can hold in your hand. Call Oxford today, 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-GOLD. I'm not telling you to buy all gold, but put some of your money in gold and silver. Make sure you tell them Jesse sent you. They will treat you white. 833-995-GOLD. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, I am finally going to address this transgender Miss Nevada thing here in a second. I do have to get something out of the way real quickly. First, as you remember, yesterday, producer Chris had... Some tightness in his chest and sweaty palms during the break. This was the the first time the show. Remember, the show started out. This is like three years ago. I'll I'll, I'll probably tell this story tomorrow or something. Maybe I'll tell it today. Who knows? I don't really get organized. But it was just a small local show for an hour. And it got really popular, so they made it two hours at drive time. And then a national syndication company, Key Networks, great company, Decided, hey, this might be something that go national. So they picked it up. And they added, I mean, you know, several cities. And then, out of nowhere, the biggest Biomio syndication company, Premier, decides, oh, wow, this is going to be huge. And they picked it up. So we just started this whole thing. We just started the whole thing. And Chris had never done a show that size before. Nobody had. 
So he was a touch nervous. He was going to press the wrong button or something. And we take a break yesterday. And I can tell he's not doing well. I was, I was just screwing around. And I'm like, are you okay? And he said, I don't know if I have heartburn or what, but my chest is really, really tight. And my palms are sweating. I'm like, buddy, you're having an anxiety attack. So long story short. We checked on the the the, med, the medical zapper pad thing. We're, lo- we're losing him clear, Psh, like that thing. Chris says it's called a defibrillator, which I didn't really know prior to this. It, what, I said that wrong? Defib- defibrillator? Defib- How do you say it, Chris? The defibrillator. See, I knew I'd nail it eventually. I'm a fast learner. Anyway, he said they're like $2,000. Do they have used ones out there? We can get a used one and... If we get one, can we zap each other or other people with it? I'm not kidding. Is that going to? That's probably not good, is it? Yeah, we will. We'll get a taser in the office anyway. And we still have to get a cannon. We've wanted a cannon. Chris and I have wanted a cannon in the in the studio for a long time. Chris did some digging. Apparently, it's not even federally regulated. We can have one of these, and I mean Civil War-style cannon in the studio. How great would that be, Chris? And we'll have it set up aimed at the door. <laughs> A little extra security. All right. Transgender Miss Nevada. Headline from New York Post, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I'm just going to actually <clears throat> I'm going to offer a little help to the fellas out there. NewYorkPost.com headline is Transgender Woman uh, Wins Miss Nevada USA Pageant. Obviously, a dude decided to turn himself into a woman uh, named Cataluna Enriquez wins Miss Nevada. This will be difficult to put into words that aren't offensive, so I'm just going to wade into it because everyone knows I'm offensive anyway. It's kind of hot. It's kind of hot. Chris, he, she, whatever we're supposed to call it. If you look at the pictures, it's kind of hot. And I had a couple buddies that I was actually overseas with text me that today. We were just joking. I'm going to offer a little help to the fellas out there, especially in this day and age. Because as I went over yesterday, I'm not going to go into any stories. Believe me, I'm not going to go into any stories. Maybe I'll tell you one of these tomorrow or some other time. But in Thailand, where we were going out, I'm not going to the dysentery story again. In Thailand, the uh, um, changing of genders surgery thing, at least back in the day, it was the world capital for that. It was where everybody went. And they were all over the country. The Thai people, tons of them did it. Well, if you're a young Marine and you're out having fun in the town. We remember we were watching the kickboxing fights, have one too many beers. You might find yourself eventually looking after or looking at a young Thai lady. Fellas, hear me now. People will tell you, oh, just look for the Adam's apple. That is a lie. It is nothing for them to remove the Adam's apple. You need to look at the hands. Chris, we're allowed to have frank discussions and help people out on the show. You need to look at the hands, guys. If if her hands are, are as big as your hands, that's a dead giveaway. So one, hands. They haven't figured out a way to shrink hands. If you look across the table when you take your young lady to dinner, 
And just from the hands down, it looks like you're dating Shaquille O'Neal. It might be a good idea to run the other way. That's one. Two, your instincts. Men, women. Women in general, when it comes to intuition, probably have better intuition than men anyway. They just, look, I believe that's that's just how God made us. Women are are smaller and weaker, so you have to be a bit more on your toes about reading people. The wife is way better about figuring out if someone's a scumbag before I will. I'm always, oh, no, he seems fun. He likes beer, too. But they they figure that out. Fellas, I'm going to leave it at this. If there's any doubt, there is no doubt. Walk away. Hang on. Daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity, and Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit Labrador energy.com for the prospectus and more information. Right now, tens of millions of Americans live with everyday pain. Does this sound like you? If this sounds like you, then you know it not only affects how you feel, it affects everything about your life, your mood, your sleep. You miss out on activities, your outlook on the future. It affects everything. Well, say hello to Relief Factor, a natural way to fight pain. With four key drug-free, all-natural ingredients, Relief Factor was created by doctors to help support your body's natural response to inflammation. Whether it's neck, back, joint, or muscle pain, Relief Factor 
Factor can help you feel better. Better yet, Relief Factor is about living better, living the life you want, doing the activities you love. Over 1 million people have tried the Relief Factor Quick Start Kit. Nearly 70% go on to order more. That's staggering. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week starter kit. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. It's time to give it a try. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. to make some dire predictions here and let's hope on hope that I'm wrong but I mean the reason they call me Jesse the Oracle Kelly don't rub your head Chris the reason they call me that is one because I gave myself the nickname and two I'm not wrong very often I'm not wrong very often at all that's also why they call me the Shogun because I'm a bit of a you know the leader of everybody really. Don't shake your head, Chris. Headline from Breaking Nine One One: L.A. Public Health Department reinstates indoor mask mandate regardless of vaccination status due to Delta variant. CDC officials rethinking prevention measures, even for the vaccinated. Now. We did this little experiment a little earlier. Let's walk through this experiment again. Well, let's, I don't know if we should call it an experiment. Let's see if you and I can't sit down and predict the future again. You remember the beginning of coronavirus, right? You remember how it all began. Let's rewind together. How did all this begin? Honestly, most fairly low information voters, uh, that's not an insult. That's not insulting anyone's IQ. Just people who don't really pay attention to politics, happier people, <laughs> people not like you and I, people who are lower information probably didn't even know about it until it hit our shores. But let's assume, because you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, you're probably someone who does pay attention. You heard about coronavirus when it was over in China. There's okay, there's some virus in China there was even there were even some weird horror stories and we'll never find out if they were true that China was chucking people even live people into furnaces over there and welding people into apartments it was, it was really weird and then it started to spread across the globe and eventually it hit the shores of America and in my personal opinion it was one of the low moments of our country because a new virus hit our shores Undoubtedly a virus that can kill people, but we allowed the media and we allowed the system in general, media, entertainment, the entire Democratic Party, the Republican Party as well. We allowed everybody to work up society into a frenzy. We're all going to die. And remember, we had to hear about models. Well, there's a model out there that this model says it could be 1 million, maybe 2 million. It could be 100,000 by tomorrow. 
None of us may ever wake up again. We were hearing models and scary numbers. And then people, when a virus does different things, it does, it does something different to people because you can't see it. You can't taste it. You can't touch it. You don't know that it's there. So there's a certain mystery that makes a virus of any kind even scarier. You read the stories about the bubonic plague and what it was like and just how awful it was. People were just dying in droves and nobody knew how. The, the people treating it had to walk around with that weird, freaky-looking beak thing on. I know you've seen the pictures of it. Just a heads-up, little little water cooler trivia for you here. They weren't trying to make themselves look like birds. The beak was actually stuffed full of a bunch of herbs and things like that that they thought would prevent the person who wore it from getting the disease. Man, how stupid do they look? They thought wearing something on their face would prevent them from getting the disease. What idiots. Anyway, we don't have to bring up uncomfortable things right now. Coronavirus hits our shores. It works the American public up into a panic with the consent of the public. Not everybody, probably not you, but with the consent of the public, President of the United States, Donald Trump, rolled out Dr. Fauci, said, go home, hide, 15 days to slow the spread, we're all going to die. Governors, mayors, go home, hide, we're all going to die. We, our hospitals will be overwhelmed any second now. This could be the end of life as we know it. They worked America up into a horrible panicked frenzy. You still see people out there today. I just had to fly a couple days ago. You still see people out there today taking little Timmy and, and little Jackie to the airport, five, six, seven years old, at no risk at all to the virus, with gloves on and masks and face shields. People, We've permanently ingrained this in people's minds. But that's the past. Let's talk about now and what's coming. You're starting to hear it. Only high information people like you have heard it. Delta variant. It's the Delta variant. We don't, the CDC's warning there's a new variant. The Delta variant. Fauci is, of course, all over this like slice, like white on rice. Uh, there's, a, there's a Delta variant out there. Be careful. Don't take me off the cover of Vanity Fair yet. Hold up. There's a new version of the virus. Oh, that vaccine we insisted you all get. You have to get it or you hate grandma. It's probably powerless against the Delta variant. We're getting information, misinformation like this time and time again. I'm about to tell you what's going to happen. And it's going to happen soon. And I don't know how it's going to work out. The system. The federal government, especially under Joe Biden, the system is getting ready to start pushing a brand new coronavirus panic on the American public. Oh, my word, we were wrong. The vaccine didn't work on the Delta variant. This is a totally new variant. What can we do? Stay home for the 4th of July. Stay miserable. Go to your apartment. Go to your house. Hide under your bed. No, little Timmy can't go back to school. Do you want teachers to die? You're about to get part two because you were so compliant about part one. 
We told them, not you, not you specifically, not me specifically. Everybody knows I was against all this lockdown madness from day one. But we told them, we told them if you scare us bad enough, just tell us a virus is going to kill us all. If you scare us bad enough, we will let you abuse us. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think the blue states, especially the blue cities, I think they're going to lock down again. I think lockdowns are coming back. And I know, I know there are so many people right now wincing as I said that, probably crying as I said that. I'm telling you, I think these blue areas are gearing up for another lockdown. I don't think the red areas are going to do it simply because Standard, worthless, spineless Republicans are finally awake now that it's too late and everybody's screwed. They're finally awake and realize, wow, uh, these lockdowns didn't work at all. If lockdowns worked, people would be dying in droves in Florida and Texas right now. They're not. The lockdowns were a mistake. They simply didn't work. So I think the red areas will be fine. I see lockdowns coming again for blue areas. I do. I do. And for places I love... Places like I've talked about this. I've talked to you about this a thousand times. New York City. People who've never been, or maybe you were and you hated it, or maybe you're just purely a country person. That's fine. They dog on New York City. They hate New York City. Well, as you know, I I was born in Ohio, moved to Montana, a Marine Corps all over the place, then Arizona. I lived in Washington D.C., then uh, the Dallas area. Now the I've lived everywhere. I've lived everywhere. I love the country and I love the city. I'm a happy man walking through the woods. I'm a happy man rolling through the sidewalks of New York City with everybody yelling and giving someone the middle finger. I don't want New York City to go back down the toilet again. Things are bad enough as it is. I don't want L.A. to go down the toilet again. L.A. is a blast. We can't have this. We can't have this in Chicago. Our major cities are important, and it stinks. How did we get to this place as a society? How did we get here? People ask that all the time, right? How did we get here? How could this happen? How could we have so many Americans so clueless they don't know what to do? Well, I'm about to tell you how. Hang on. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is Jesse Kelly, and I am host of the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Don't roll your eyes, Chris. We have international downloads, my friend. Apparently, the show is huge in Poland, which I love it. Talk about a bunch of anti-communists over there. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Speaking of won't back down, we give journalists a lot of guff on this show. I've been known to say things like journalism is the real national disease, and, you know, things like that. But whenever you hear a journalist step up and speak real truth to power, as they love to say, they love that stupid saying, I speak truth to power. Whenever you see whenever you see a journalist step up and really go after the powerful people, we have to tip our cap to these people. Chris, I want you to play that clip. President Biden today, he went for ice cream. One of the reporters decided he's not just going to get away with that without answering some tough questions. 
You're not getting in a uh, rocky road for infrastructure? Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you it's not a rocky road. We're going to get it done. Thank you, journalists, for looking out for us. I don't know about you, but I remember all the lectures I got while Donald Trump was savaging these losers about how important journalism was. Remember, that was their favorite thing to do was to write articles about other journalists and journalism. And here's why I matter. And journalism, we're just like the Navy SEALs. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I feel better. I'll tell you what I feel better. All right. Why are we in a bit of trouble? North Dakota State University, they did a survey. This is from campusreform.org. You want to know what the survey found? In response to the question, are you proud to be an American? 57% of liberal identifying students answered no. 57%. They asked over 400 thousand students nationwide and over 100 th- or in over 1000 college campuses but okay so as you as you know i've i've repeated a thousand times over we have a patriotism problem a, that is our problem we have a severe patriotism problem if you have a nation of 100 people and 85 of them wake up every single day And they think to themselves, I am blessed to be here. This is a great place to be. What that's going to do, it's going to create a nation where people feel an obligation to help their nation, serve their nation, further their nation, make sure they tell their kids about how great the nation is, right? I love it. So I tell tell kids to love it. I, I love cheese. So I tell my kids, you should love cheese. Why are you taking that cheese off, you weirdo? You know, loving father, stuff like that. But if you have 85 of the 100 people in your nation, they wake up every single day and they think, this place sucks. This is an evil, racist, misogynistic place. What kind of nation is that going to be? Are they going to go about their lives wanting to serve it? Or are they going to go about their lives wanting to pillage it and trash it and leave it as a smoldering ruin. These people are wrecking the place. You remember our old friend Yuri Bezmenov? Yuri Bezmenov, he was a former KGB guy. He was doing all this stuff to subvert America, and then he defected. He came over here, and he gave a long, long long-form interview, which I would highly recommend anybody watch. I think this was done in 1984. Now, this is a little bit of a long soundbite, so bear with me. It's way longer than you should ever play on the air and radio, but I do what I want. Chris, play Yuri Bezmenov. Ideological subversion is, is the slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, The first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. 
Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, pause, educate. Hold on, one Chris. Pause one. this for just a moment. I want you to understand something. We're talking about you. We're talking about me. We're talking about your kids. We're talking about your parents. And I want you to understand this as well. When the Soviets, when we were in this Cold War for so long with the Soviets, we looked at the Cold War much, much, much differently than they looked at the Cold War. They were looking at it through the lens of a long game. The Soviets, contrary to what people believe, the real heavy hitters in the Soviet Union, they knew they couldn't take us militarily. They knew they couldn't take us economically. They knew that they knew these things. Numbers don't lie. But they thought to themselves, okay, well, why don't we just get in there and slowly but surely rot them out from the inside? What you're hearing here, and I've read books on this. There's a great book on there, uh, out there on this called The Sword and Shield. There's a great book on how the Soviets did this with foreign powers, but they were very purposeful about it. They did this purposefully. Go on, Chris. Go on. Number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process stop, in the United States... Stop, stop, pause it again. Without being challenged by the basic values of Americanism, by American patriotism. I'll tell you what, I have a separate clip. Keep that Yuri clip pause there, Chris. I have Joy Ann Reed, you know, that moron on MSNBC. She had, she said something. She was whining about a, a new, new opposition to con, uh, critical race theory, and she said something. It was so revealing. It's so revealing. Go ahead and play it, Chris. This weekend, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson told a crowd of Republican supporters that he's more panicked than ever about the state of the country and that Republicans should, quote, take back our school boards, our county boards, our city councils. We will take back our culture. What exactly is our culture, Senator? And, and who is the our? What is our culture? Oh, I'm not done on this yet. And Yuri Bezmenov and our culture. Buckle up. We got more. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we are talking briefly here about culture. We're talking, we're playing Yuri Bezmenov, the former KGB guy, talking about how the Soviets subverted us. And then we played a little clip about Joy Ann Reed. Chris, play that Joy Ann Reed clip again because I'm gonna I'm gonna what I'm gonna do what you call springboard off of it and make a really, really great point, as I do, because I'm the showgun. This weekend, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson told a crowd of Republican supporters that he's more panicked than ever about the state of the country and that Republicans should, quote, take back our school boards, our county boards, our city councils. We will take back our culture. What exactly is our culture, Senator? And, and who is the our in that sentence? And who decides? 
the left has done this so well, and the the right has been so bad at this, pretending like America doesn't have a culture. If I have to hear one more person on the right say, "Oh, we're a we're a nation of immigrants," oh, you know what? We're a big, we're we're multicultural. Oh, it's just a melting pot. I'm going to vomit on the air. You do have a culture. If you're an American, you have a culture. Your nation, I don't care who this offends, was founded based on Judeo-Christian values. That's how they created our laws. Don't care what you believe. That's your business. That's, I, don't, I don't preach it anybody, nor would I be qualified to do so. But that's what your laws are based on. And you're a nation where the federal government is limited in what it's allowed to do. You're a Judeo-Christian founded nation where the federal government is limited. That is your culture. One of the great wins for the left of all time is pretending that patriotism's some hokey thing we should laugh off. <laughs> These dumb Americans. And what culture? There are a bunch of cultures here. No, there aren't. No, there shouldn't be. Oh, we have people from all walks of life. People, We do have people from all different nations, and that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Right up to the point you think your culture supersedes American culture, then it becomes a bad thing. You can meld your culture into America's, but you cannot and must not change the fact America has a unique culture. Pretending like we don't is exactly how we got here. Chris, continue on with Yuri Bezmenov as the former KGB agent describes exactly how they subverted and rotted out this country from the inside. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it. That's how you end up with a majority of liberal college students not proud to be an American. I tell people this all the time, and it's so true. Americans, you, right now, me, right now, I'm in this, you know, iHeart, big fancy iHeart radio studio. Chris, how far would you say I am from a drinking fountain here? 15 feet? 20 feet? If you're hearing the sound of my voice, unless you're out on the road, you're no more than 20 or 25 feet away from endless supplies of clean drinking water, and you don't even give it a second thought. Thousands of people today died because they didn't have access to clean drinking water. But the problem is you can bring up all these statistics to somebody who's been brainwashed like so many of our college students have. 
like so many of these insane Black Lives Matter activists and feminists and Antifa and climate change scumbags and all these people. You can bring up all these facts to them. What are you talking about? But what America is great. America provides this. It provides that. And you've probably noticed this because undoubtedly you've gotten in these arguments with people before. It doesn't even make a dent. They don't miss a beat because you can get to the point where you are, again, he called it demoralization, where you are so demoralized about your country, you hate it. And there's nothing that can, that can cure that hate for you. And that's the battle we face now. And the problem is people don't want to talk about this because – one, it makes it seem insurmountable. It's not insurmountable. You just have to take back the education system, which I realize that's a bit of a, a bit of a hill to climb, if you will, but it makes it seem insurmountable. And people want to be able to feel like, well, no, I, I can talk to him. Don't you go through that? I go through that. I can talk to him. Have you ever, when's the last time you really tried to have a discussion or maybe even an argument with somebody on the left in America. Maybe it was on social media. Maybe it was in person. Maybe it was at a neighborhood party on Facebook, Twitter, whatever it may be. By the way, if you're looking for me on social media, I'm on Twitter at Jesse Kelly DC. I'm also on Instagram. Same thing there. But when's the last time you had an argument with them? You know what you'll get? Because you can say things to them. They'll they'll say, uh, we, need, uh, we need more p- electric power stations for electric cars because... Oil and coal are destroying the earth. And you, a logical person who knows facts, what will you say? Undoubtedly, you'll say, well, how do you think power is getting to the electrical charge station? Where's that power coming from? And to you, you just totally destroyed their argument. There's nothing they can say to that fact, right? You won. You just won, and surely, surely this person, because it's a functional adult, surely this person is going to turn around and say to you, oh, man, you're right on that one, Wendy. Gosh, you know what? I'm going to go back, and I'm going to rethink everything I think because that fact, boy, it really hit home for me. Have you ever once, ever once seen someone on the left act like that? They don't, do they? They don't. They don't miss a beat. They don't miss a beat. You'll get something off the wall next. You go, well, yeah, you're a Nazi and support Nazis. And you're you're thinking to yourself, wait, what? We were just talking about energy. What Nazi, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's your white supremacist president. And soon you're on your heels defending yourself against things like that. You can't talk that person out of it. You don't like to think, I don't like to think anybody's lost, right? And obviously in the Christian sense of the word, Lord willing, nobody is. But you don't like to think anybody's irredeemable. Politically, most of these people cannot be salvaged. You get that, right? Politically, most of these people cannot be salvaged because they are fully, fully demoralized. Uh, Like Yuri just said in that clip I played you, you could take them to the Soviet Union and show them a concentration camp, and it still wouldn't even make a dent. And that was 30 years ago. 
30 years ago. What do you think it looks like? Actually, almost 40 years ago. What do you think it looks like now in your schools, in your universities? And forget about the 3 million illegal immigrants that are coming in the country this year. 4 million kids graduate college every single year where we then disperse this anti-American virus throughout society. They go work in newsrooms. They go work in corporate boardrooms. They work in entertainment. They educate the next generation. They educate your kids. When I tell you nothing else matters but taking back the education system, that's what I mean. It's not even their fault. You can yell all you want at the idiot college kid today who doesn't know The reason he doesn't know is he's not been taught. We have to be more purposeful. We have to be, you and I both, have to be more purposeful with educating the next generation and defeating the left. And that is going to involve doing things that make us uncomfortable. It just is. And I don't like being uncomfortable. But that's what it's going to involve. Now, We do have something we do on the show regularly because we always print a whole bunch of stories and I don't necessarily plan anything out. As you may have noticed, we print a whole bunch of stories for the show, but I miss most of them. I get to like two stories a day. So we wrap up the final segment with headlines. I didn't get to, we got a few good ones today. Hang on. We're going to recap everything I happen to miss, and maybe I'll repeat myself a couple times because I love the sound of my own voice. Hang on. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show, and before we get to headlines, I didn't get to... I do want to play you this gem from the commander in chief. Just, just, just before I play it, consider this. This is the leader of the free world. When he talks, everybody listens. I I, I mean, everybody see Americans, you and I, we don't understand what that's like. How many world leaders besides the president, how many world leaders Have you heard the sound of their voice? I do this for a living. I do three hours of radio every day and an hour of TV. Two, maybe? I've heard Putin's voice. Xi Jinping. I don't even know what that dude sounds like. I just know he's a scumbag. What do you mean, who? Chris, he's the leader of the Chinese. Jeez, man. Anyway, the world watches when the president speaks. What's the priority for the president of the United States of America? Oh, here it is. You know, back in 1936, the federal government brought electricity to nearly every home and farm in America and spread the opportunity out for cities in every part of the country. It changed the lives and fortunes of thousands and thousands of homeowners, thousands of hometowns and millions of American families. And it set the stage for a massive, sustained economic boom that would follow World War II. High-speed internet is the equivalent of that today. It's a similar, it's an equivalent of that. It isn't a luxury. It's now a necessity, like water and electricity. What? What? High-speed internet? 
is like water and electricity. Oh, gosh. All right. It's time for headlines we didn't get to. Number one, this is from Breaking911.com. California adds five states to the state-funded travel ban over anti-LGBTQ. I never get all the letters right, Chris. I can never get all the letters right out of the gates. Uh, Look, California, this is what sucks about California. People who've never been there, and I've spent a ton of time there, people who've never been there don't realize California's freaking beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It, It is paradise. It's just the people who lead that state are insane. They're insane people. And isn't that a weird place for a country to be? Our most powerful, our wealthiest, most powerful state by a significant margin? They're crazy. They're cra- the people who lead the state are crazy. And I have so many friends. You know, I might get Kira Davis. That's it. I'm getting Kira Davis on tomorrow night. Remind me of that, Chris. Kira Davis is our buddy from redstate.com. And she's a resident of California. And she won't leave because she loves it so much. She will not leave. And she says, look, I have a great thing here. Great family. Great job. I'm not leaving. But people stuck in that state. You want to stay because it's paradise. And you always get to know a bunch of people. But at the same time, your leaders are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. They're absolute nutballs. California, if it was its own country, is the fifth largest economy in the world the fifth largest economy in the world and their leaders are idiots all right headline from dailywire.com aoc is shoving a 70 billion dollar climate core bill through congress you know what's you know what's almost admirable about aoc she has the iq of a bedroom slipper and yet everybody knows her name. She is her her following online is incredible. Her fundraising prowess is amazing. And remember when she put out that insane green new deal that should have been dead on arrival and this was during the Democratic presidential primary and almost immediately the entire Democrat field came out and said, "Wow, well, you know what? I like it." Chris thinks it's hot privilege. Because she is. I mean, let's be honest. AOC is pretty hot. Don't email me and yell at me about having some sort of weird communism fetish. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Maybe it is that. I, honestly, maybe it's sex appeal. I, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, AOC has it. But again, I mean, she can't help. She's a moron. Headline. This is from WashingtonExaminer.com. Exclusive. General who fired Space Force commander rebuked by judge for illegalities. This is the guy who fired the Space Force commander, the Space Force commander who spoke out publicly against the critical race theory, insanity being taught in the military. Yeah, I would say that that general probably needs looked into. All right. Email me your love, your hate, your death threats. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Jesse Kelly DC. I'm on Facebook and locals. And man, I just have to say, it's been two nights now, this super mega show, right? And I have to say, from the bottom of my heart, I have been awesome. That's all. So- 
If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, it's been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son he would never meet. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.